Welcome to Walking Backwards. I'm Brad Grimet. So a funny thing happened uh, last week at Tiffin. There was a luncheon for some operators. So I, when I walked in the room, um, a bunch of other operators started imitating the way I do the open to the show. <laughs> and um, I was a little red-faced, but actually I was really flattered um, to know that everybody listens. And, and um, that's pretty cool. It was um, it was a neat little moment, and it was a nice lunch. It was something Tiffin set up, and I think they're going to be doing more often, um, where they just have operators in to one get to know each other, but also just chat about different aspects of what's going on in the business, um, good things for us, bad things for us, how we can change things, this and that, whatever. So thank you to Tiffin for that. And thank you to Tiffin for supporting my show. I'm very appreciative of, of that. And and this luncheon also shows how much they want to support the community of Steadicam operators. And um, not just Tiffin operators, but everyone. And um, I find that to be very cool. So thank you, Tiffin. Also, thank you, Walter Clausen FX, for their support of the show. They do the same thing and always have. They're nice people. Um, and... Uh, yeah, they, they make cool stuff. They make really cool stuff, actually. Um, so thanks to them. Uh, my guest this week is Jake Avignone. He's a Steadicam operator. I've known him a long time. I think a lot of people do. And um, yeah, so hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, check me out on Instagram at OneGiantRobot. And check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash walkingbackwards. So let's get to it. Hope you enjoy it. You're not a sound guy. Oh you? my god, dude! How many times are we gonna start over? <laughs> I have Jake Avignone here. He's screwing with me. <laughs> uh, he's swearing cr- crazily. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing all right. Good, good. What have you been up to? Not much. Just day playing here and there, doing a lot of little stuff, and looking for the next job. Yeah, kind of like all of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. That's cool. What have you been day playing on? Anything new and exciting? Nothing, nothing exciting, no. Same old, same old? Yeah, same old. That's cool. I saw, um, I was looking at your stuff. Did you, you did a movie with Jamie Foxx? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That he directed. He directed, yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, it, we don't know if it's coming out. We shot it in 2016. Oh, was so, it that long ago? Yeah. Oh shoot! I just saw it on your IMDb, and I I was like, oh, and it's a really good cast. Oh yeah, who was who was it? Remind me, because it's been a Oof, too many. I mean, Jamie Fox, Eva Longoria, Jeremy Pivens, uh, Floyd right. Mayweather, Snoop Dogg, Benicio del Toro. Wait, Floyd Mayweather? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was. How was that? It was pretty cool. Was it? Yeah. It was All awesome. Right. It was one of the funniest movies I've ever worked on, and hopefully it will come out this year sometime. All right. So, so and John it, Connor shot it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I don't know John very well. We've I think we worked together like one day in a commercial years ago. Yeah. But um, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, was okay. So wait, I'm thinking about Floyd Mayweather because <laughs> normally for a movie there's a script. And the man cannot read, apparently. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to make... Hey, no, I'm not trying hey. to make fun of anybody. Yeah, I'm just wondering, right. was it was it all improv or what was yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, no, he had his little bits and pieces in it. Okay. So. He probably he was probably just came in, cameoing yeah. pretty much. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's but cool. It was the funniest movie ever. I had to keep the camera steady. A lot of handheld. 
Yeah. You know, even though we did do steady cam almost every single day. Right. But, you know, uh, there were some moments where we were laughing our asses off, and John yeah. Connor was like, keep the camera still. And I was like, <laughs> it's hard. I can't, it's hard. Right. So, yeah, yeah. And, you know, in, the, in your head, you're always telling yourself, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. But, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, how, how? So that was 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. And then you did. I know. Didn't you just do a movie in Cincinnati? Yeah, that was uh, Bruce Willis movie and Michael Chiklis, a little action movie. Cool. So. Yeah, I know Bruce Willis has been doing like a bunch of movies in C- Cincinnati. Yeah. I think there was one going when when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's cool. It was a fun movie. Was it? You know, shoot them up, bang them up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, and and was it mostly Michael Chiklis or? Yeah, mostly Michael Chiklis. Yeah, yeah, because I know like Bruce only works like a day or two on those, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, R- he right, only right. did one day. One day. Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. <laughs> what are those like tier ones or tier twos or something? Twos, twos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's they're cool. Not, they're not the best, but hey, it's good practice. You know, no, I take cool. every movie as a as a training and. Yeah, Move well, on, you know, well, you're doing like stunt stuff, and yeah, that's and I mean, fun. day thirteen, I was pretty type of beat up. I yeah. actually had to stop a take and call and ask for a break. Oh, and, a lot of steady cam. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. like I was just at night. I my body was just aching like crazy. Yeah. So it was one of those. <clears throat> yeah, just wearing the rig all the time and catching rig up on and in between rig and handheld. It was just nonstop. The yeah. handheld kills me, man. Yeah, I mean, I like, I actually like doing it. Yeah, especially when you have a good setup. I was just on a, I was just day playing on a show, um, where they have minis. The whole show is handheld. They mm-hmm. simulate it mostly. Yeah, um, so it's mostly on like basic wobbly head kind of things. Yeah, but, um, but then when they have C camera, which, um, I did a couple days of B and a couple days of C, but on C camera days it's all handheld or mm-hmm. an easy rig, which I hate. Okay. And so, if I was on that show all the time and it was handheld, I might have to go easy rig because, no. well, I would have, first of all, I never would have, the way they build their cameras, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to change as a day player. Yeah. And I don't blame them for because it's mostly for head work. Yeah. For C camera, it's rough because you know how the mini is, like, there's no good place. So, you need to build it right so it's good for handheld. Yes. And they mm-hmm. have, like, that bottom spacer plate uh-huh. sticking out the bottom but they okay. have stuff mounted on it like okay. the rods are mounted off that rosette uh-huh so you have this square i don't know if it's two by two or mm. it's like one inch tall and like maybe three inches by three inch something like that and it just sticks into your shoulder yeah it's not like a flat anyway um that was not a that was not a good one even with a even with my normal pad it, it, mm. it sucked and anyway um but I like doing the handheld, but oh, it's yeah. hard on your back. Oh, yeah. Totally. You know, but, you know, I had an awesome director, an awesome DP, you know. So, Peter Holland, he was always on B camera. and Who's that? Uh, Peter Holland was my DP. and uh, Oh, and he operated Yeah, B? he operated B camera and let me run the show, and I, uh, we worked very well together. Oh, that's cool. At least I felt, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. But, you know, I'd work with him uh, again in a heartbeat. But, you know, it was... It was definitely the biggest, probably a good challenge, you know. There were uh, not a lot of takes, not a lot of rehearsals, so it was like, right, you know, I mean. But action movies, you know, don't have to make sense, you know. But that's my dream is to always do action movies. But, you know, you can't always 
pick and choose what you want. You know, you got to pay your bills. <laughs> That's so, true. So I've kind of went through all different genres. Yeah. You know, I think we all have, you know, so I, I'm, I don't consider myself a feature TV guy or music videos or whatever, but you know, you take, take a little bit of everything, put it in a melting pot and yeah, makes you a better operator in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Right before you retire. <laughs> right. <laughs> So. Believe me, I'm not retiring at 20 years. I wish I could. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever retire. I love what I do, you know? Yeah. And movies are the main goal, but, you know, like I said, got to take what you got to get, you know? Yeah. So. There's some there's some TV out there that's so good now. Yeah. It's, it's a lot like movies anyway. Although even, I, I can't, I haven't worked on every show, obviously, but yeah. like, even some good, like really cool shows, are still kind of formulaic, almost, you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, I've done a lot of TV, even as an assistant, and you know, it's it becomes a formula. You know? Yeah. Well, you so, were a second for years. We were yeah. just talking. You did you yeah. you day played on ER. Yeah. When what you say when Papper was there and who else? Pa- Papper uh, was there one day that I was there and uh, uh, what's his name? Nightingale. Um, oh, Terrence. Terrence. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I got a lot of experience as a second to spy on all the steady cam operators and pay attention. And, right. you know, and I got to see a lot of great guys work, you know. And yeah. Did three years on West Wing as a camera assistant. And we had a lot of great. Oh, you did three seasons? Yeah. Day, I mean, I was on and off. I was always like oh, the yeah. full-time day player. For three years, oh, they I did a do, lot uh, of second and we, unit. Oh yeah, I did all the second units. Sometimes like do, three days a week, four days. Yeah, a week. we did. We did two two weeks sometimes, and yeah, you know, and all the, I did a two week run as, oh, yeah. on second unit, and yeah. all the big boys came in, and yeah, you know, I was able to watch how they work and how they handle themselves, and yeah. you know, I've always wanted to do Steadicam ever since I was. I bought my first Steadicam when I was fifteen years old. So did you really? Yeah, I bought a Steadicam Junior. <laughs> But cool. at 15 years old, what, who can't, you know, that's, yeah. I mean, that's all you can afford at 15, you know, of you're, course. Getting, you're getting your allowance from your mom and dad. You yeah. Know? No, <laughs> but no cool. actually I, I was working, I was working, but <clears throat> you know, I've been operating ever since I was 16 professionally. So, um, what were you doing at 16? I was a video camera operator in Europe for, oh. uh, like live concerts. And I used to shoot my skate videos with my little steady Kim junior and right. run around chasing all my friends, you know, before I even knew there was even money involved in it, you know, and then came back here in 94, the day of the North Ridge earthquake. And is that the know, day you got back? Yeah. That's the day I moved here to the U S you were living in Italy. Yeah. I was living in Italy. What so. part of Italy were you uh, in? Milan and Torino. So I came back here and you know, at 18, Hollywood wouldn't give me a camera, so I joined the camera department and, you know, was doing my first movie a couple months out of high school and, you know, and then... Uh, you moved here, obviously, with your parents. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, my parents were getting separated, so... That's why I moved back here, but... Got it. But, yeah, so I was living with my mom in San Diego, and they got uh, back in their... They've been married for 47 years, so... Right. You know, but, you know. He, uh, he moved back here, too, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we all, at this moment's notice, you know, I had great job offers over in Italy. You know, some guys were really trying to push me, and then I had to leave it all behind and moved to San Diego, and I was pizza delivering get my last semester of high school, and, you know. And right. Just... 
That's you know? weird to go to to go to high school for one semester of your senior year in a place in a different yeah, country. In a different country, it was. I mean, really... you spoke you spoke fluent English. Yeah, yeah. I moved to to Italy when I was eight years old, so my mother tongue's the English. Right. I, I speak. Uh, I obviously I did from you, third grade to twelfth grade all in Italian. Right. You never so. lost. The English though, did you? No. At all? No, we always spoke English in the house. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Oh, because your mom, did you, Did your mom speak Italian? A she, little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, but. Uh, not fluent, not super fluent? So, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've fallen in love with a camera. I probably, I bought my camera when I was 15, but I, the first time I picked up a camera and my dad couldn't get a camera out of my hands was like when I was 14 years old. Right. Know? So, and I got a little Canon A1 and was editing all my little skate videos having fun but you know 15 years old that's all you could do you what know? were you what were you editing on oh i had like a cut on like some editing system that was only cu- cuts only just and it tape was like, to tape it was like a the canon a1 and a super vhs deck right you know so it right. was uh Little, you know, and it wasn't even frame accurate. <laughs> you know? Right, 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 right. So, yeah, it, but you can was, get. I mean, it would slip like three or four frames here and there. So right, but, but you get the idea. Yeah. Of, yeah. So you know, I got to play around with that, and you know, it's just like I, I, I like editing, but I've never called myself an editor. I just kind of le- learned it to be able to shoot. You know. Yeah. You know. I, I, uh, same for me when I was in news, I had yeah. to cut all my stories, and that was all just tape to tape. You know, yeah. deck to deck. And, and as uh, an operator to understand, you know, like maybe maybe I I took some uh, some dailies on some shows, some VHS tapes, and put them in my system, and you know, played with them and threw them together, and just trying to understand how to shoot, you know, right? More than to call yourself an editor, <laughs> you know. Well, no, so, it, it helped. <clears throat> editing helped again when I was in yeah. news. Editing helped me shoot because talk about a time crunch. Like sometimes stuff would be on the air ten minutes after you shot yeah. it. But if somebody gave me stuff and, and said they were going to pay me to edit, I'd be like, nah. Same. <laughs> no, I'm totally the same. Yeah, no. But <coughs> excuse me, but but a, but a little bit of knowledge helps operating. I feel, you know, more than anything for me, it 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 makes me learn what I don't need, mm-hmm. what I don't need to do. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's a little different in our world now because yeah. I was totally in charge of what I shot. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not. I shoot what they tell me, basically. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, like I would shoot way too much of something or too many cutaways or too many this or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I wouldn't shoot a wide shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you learn really fast, like, oh shit, I need this and yeah. I'll, I'll never need this stuff, yeah. you know? And then, so you go from shooting like 30 minutes to cut a 30 second piece to shooting like five minutes to cut a 30 second piece, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a time, it's a time thing and a knowledge thing. It's so, kind of cool. So yeah, I came back here when I was 18, I met a guy on the air, airport in Paris. I had a two hour layover uh-huh. I was flying back by myself when I was 17, two months before I turned 18 and met a guy on the plane that was a sound engineer in Germany and. You know, he uh, was, uh, he did like Milli Vanilli and Ice Tea and stuff like that. Really classy music, but he uh-huh. was in the army out there and w- he came up to me and goes, oh, dude, there's an 8.5 earthquake in LA. And next thing you know, we're sitting there chatting and then we, uh, you know, we partied on the plane, came back, we exchanged phone numbers. He had a job in a recording studio, got destroyed in an earthquake. And next thing you know, he calls me up and goes, hey, I was like, you know, and I was living in San Diego 
pizza delivering and lifeguarding and doing whatever I could at 18. You know? Right. Because I was a swimmer for what my ten, growing up for 10 years or so. So lifeguarding was always fun. That's probably what I'll do when, when I decide to hang up the sled, <laughs> teach a swim team or something. But, uh, you know, and he calls me up and tell, tells me a story. I was like, give me a job, any job. And he's like, hey, I need a boom operator. So I got on set as a boom operator for the first year and then started talking to the camera guys and next thing you know i was had a tv show when i was 20 you know well, right. as a nay camera second and enjoyed it a little bit was able to work with a lot of great people and move up you know and then finally became a union second and just got tired of it and just at yeah. 30 i was like uh you know what i'm going after my dream now you know so you were second for 10 years yeah, or close ten, to it. yeah, a little over to yeah, eleven to ten years. Yeah, I started a, a camera assisting probably when I was nineteen. Right. So, I mean, the great the great part about that is you meet so many people. Yeah, but yeah, it's helped and it's hurt. <laughs> you know why? Because you know some people once they see you as a camera assistant, it's hard to, for them to you know accept you as an operator but the people that i met right. as an operator they know me as an operator so right but you know everybody comes from somewhere you know we weren't born with a camera in our hands yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean um, i i understand that i just i don't it's not like you just bump it's not still happening right no no yeah okay. I, I, i've been operating what 13 years now right so, <laughs> so i'm like <laughs> no no you know but you know i've i've had a lot of great acs that I used to assist for, you know, called me up and recommend me. And, you know, some guys I used to be their seconds, they've like, call me anytime I got, got your back, you know. Right, right, right. So I, I, I got a lot of support there. But, That's good. But I, my whole career, even as an assistant, I never really had a home. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a free floater somehow. I would love to find a home. I always, I'm always looking for a home. What do you, what do you mean? Well, you like never had a, a home? steady gig like oh. go from feature to feature start finish stuff you know right or start and stop uh, start a, f a tv show but right. i've always like cleaned up shows i've i've done some stuff but it's gives you a little variety you know? right yeah you I'm, know? I'm, I'm i'm not quite the same way but i mean i think we all have we all have years of going through like but I, yeah of of jumping around the cat's having fun at <laughs> She's meowing. I don't know if that's on mic or not, but um, no. But um, no, I've, I've been I've been there where I'm like jumping around all the time. Yeah, um, and then longer runs and stuff. But but as well as we all know, you know, day plan as an operator is just always, you know, you're always watching your back as far as like stepping on somebody's toes, saying the wrong thing. Yeah, don't, you don't know people's names. You're going, hey, you, you know, and it's like a little disrespectful as an operator, I think, but. You can't learn fifty names in one day. Yeah. Know? Well, the call. You know, I always have the call sheet. I, I I had an operator tell me he, if he's day playing on something, especially if it's a camera, he'll study the call sheet as soon as they send it. Yeah. And just go through like the onset. Yeah. The boom ops, the the assistants' names and stuff, and try to memorize them. And I'm like, that's hard to do without faces. I couldn't do that. No. I have to have faces, but. Well, sometimes I like print up off of IMDb the, uh, the actors with the faces and do my own little cheat. Oh well, the actors—that's one thing. I mean, yeah, yeah um, you can figure that out pretty quick. But it's just hard. Like, you know, you meet everybody. For example, like you come in and you meet all the guys. They're all at, the, and 
I can't remember who was the A second and the B second and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't <laughs> like you just, just meet everybody all at once and you're like, oh, hey, seven names, great, yeah. you know? I mean, my record when I was an assistant was seven shows in eight days. Mm. So I was like, bah, 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 jumping around. I was all over the place. Yeah. But, you know, but hey, like I said, I got a lot, got to work with probably, I'd say maybe 50 to 75% of the best steady chem operators out there. At yeah. One time or another. And they all know who they are. <laughs> I took really good care of them. Who's all. your favorite? Favorite. Whew. I don't know. I'm not going to say. <laughs> Just trying to get you. <laughs> they all are you know they, they, well you don't have to say names but did anybody treat you really bad as an assistant no 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 i actually got along really well back in i mean i had a couple run-ins with guys but that's not bad right but you know like you know i had like uh, greg smith on west wing you know he was i took so good care of him that you know it was like he had a pilot shortly afterwards and he was like i don't care who who they're getting for an assistant you're coming with me you oh know? cool so um and we did a pilot shortly after that so greg's a super nice guy yeah so but you know jacques i've assisted for you, you know, know i've never met him he was awesome he's an animal yeah you know complete animal <laughs> but uh did a couple long music videos with him and he he was one if you want to be a steady camera operator, go watch Jacques work. He's more impressive. It's so impressive just to watch him move. Right. You know? And everybody will say that. But, you know, um, I don't know. So, yeah, we it was fun. But, uh, you know, moving on, I'm forgetting those days now. Yeah. You know, 13 years of operating, I've, I've, it's peaked and it's, I've had peaks and valleys in it. Sure. You know, but... Uh, I love it. I'm not changing it for a second. Yeah. When, so when did you buy your first real rig? Uh, 06. 06. So right before the crash. <laughs> right before 08. You know, so I I was only with two years of experience and uh, I had some rough times. Yeah, sure. Um, were, were you still seconding though when you bought it? No, uh, for the first year or two. I think yeah, I okay. re-rated. I think I re-rated in 08. <laughs> so, right. So I had. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad time. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, oh well, shit. First the strike, you know, and then the crash, you know. People then... forget the strike was a. I mean, it had nothing to do with the crash, but. Oh no. A lot of people had bad years. I mean, a lot of people lost their houses in 09. Oh yeah. And um, a a good part of it had to do with that writers guild strike. Oh yeah. That was right after I got married because I was like, I was day playing like all over the place right before I got married in 01. And then we got married in May and came back and both me and my wife probably worked about five days from May to December. Wait, was, you said you got married in 01. What? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, we're, we're talking about the writers. Gets. I know, but that was when the writer strike was. No, it was 2008. Oh, there, there was a strike in 01. Fine, but the, I'm talking oh, okay. about the one in 08 oh, okay. leading talking, up to oh, the okay. financial crisis. About, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was talking about the 01. I lived through the 01 one. Yeah. I don't really remember that. I mean, I was in the business, but I was in Florida. Oh, oh okay. Um, I mean, I was doing commercials, so yeah. it didn't, I don't think it affected me at all. Yeah. Um, there yeah. was like a, there was a SAG strike 
while I was in commercials in Florida. Yeah. What year was that? Maybe 2000? So, yeah, oh, oh, eight. You know, I mean, obviously I strayed a little bit away from my obvious dream. You know, I had to go and do other things, you know? Did you? Yeah. What'd you so, do? I uh, did a lot of EPKs and live concerts and music oh. videos and well, off-road, ra- off-road racing. Yeah, but you, you were know? shooting it. Oh, yeah. I was shooting stuff like that. Yeah. And o- operating and... So you, didn't, use it. so you didn't stray at all? Well, no. I mean, from... I thought you were going to tell me you worked, <laughs> worked in a bank or something. <laughs> no. Oh, that'd yeah. be a bad place Because I just... I time. love staying busy. I mean... Right. So... No, I, pl- I played poker, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, hopefully Local 600 doesn't hear this, but in 08, you know, we... Uh, we had to do a little bit of whatever had to be done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the bills so. have to be paid whether they like it or not. I yeah. mean, you're allowed to work on union anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. They weren't mm-hmm. on strike. Yeah. I mean, we weren't, we weren't, <laughs> I mean, we were just screwed. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even blame the writers, you know. I mean, no. personally, I mean, what, uh, we, I was going to get into our local, but I don't know. It's just so much to yeah. blab about. But, um, um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with with. I mean, I'm I'm shocked. I know there were a lot of people who were doing totally other things. Yeah, you know, because um, like I was I was calling some guys I used to assist for in '08, and you know, and that they were going to give me leftovers, and they were just like, "Oh my god, I'm barely I'm still barely keeping them afloat." Right. You know, they're like, oh, you, "I can't help you, sorry, kid." Well, all of a sudden, like thousands and thousands of TV people lost their jobs. Oh yeah. And yeah. uh, well, and movie and feature people, but less so because they. Anyway, mm-hmm. if it was if the script was done, they were shooting still. So yeah, I thought I was going to be fine. I was in the Bahamas when it. I I went to the Bahamas like, to to shoot a movie like. I don't know a week after the strike started, mm-hmm. and I'm like, shit, we're going for I think it was six weeks. We're yeah. going for six weeks. Uh, I'll make the money. I'll come back. All this will be over. Mm-hmm. And then I came back. I don't remember how long it lasted, but it was months for sure. Was it six months? Maybe I can't remember. I can't either. It was a while. It was it was long enough to hurt a lot of people. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, it was you a know. bummer. It was those years are a blur. Yeah, you know, the bottle became my friend. Jeez. <laughs> you know, Got it's dark. always it, it, it never. You know, you're getting dark, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. But uh Well that's yeah. cool. Well another credit I noticed you did was um um Sneaky Pete. Oh I, yeah, I did some second unit on it back in December. Oh so, second yeah. unit? Oh okay, yeah, cool. I did some second unit stuff on it. I met um God, what was his name? Um shoot, was it Nate no, um Ah, uh, anyway, the B operator on it. Ooh. Um he was a really nice guy. Yeah, I just did some second unit, and I was just the I was the only camera operator, so I was. Oh, it was just one camera for second unit. That's yeah. funny. Well, there was two, but I was the only operator. Really? So, yeah. How are how is everybody doing this? Where they don't hire operators? Well, no, they didn't. Uh, there was the, uh, the DP DP'd, but uh, there was I think there was there was a studio and a Steadicam camera. Oh, so, oh! So, so I right. jumped between. There were two bodies. There was two bodies, but oh, one, yeah, yeah. one camera crew. Well, no, I was wondering about the Bruce Willis thing. I mean, I I always thought because the operator position is supposed to be mandatory. Yeah, so it's kind of anyway. Um, I just wonder how DPs. 
I don't know how they... I thought tier movies, they weren't supposed to be able to operate. Because I know on major movies, they're allowed to, but they get a waiver or whatever. I just yeah. didn't know they could on tier movies. Uh, it's kind of a bummer, because, you know... Yeah. Anyway. I mean, Soderbergh does, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, I mean... And uh, he's making big movies, too. Yeah. You know? Um, and also, I kind of... I'm not super against the director operating... Yeah. Are you? Uh, I don't know. Yeah? I mean, yes and no. You know? Well, it's their thing. I mean, it's you know? their thing, but... <clears throat> I mean, if they can do it... Yeah. Doesn't mean I wouldn't like to do it, yeah. but if they can do it... Yeah. If I don't know, like, who's going to complain about Deacons, you know? The operating's great. Yeah. The cinematography's <laughs> great. Yeah. He shot a couple good movies. One or two? Yeah, one or two. You know, one or two a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, was I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I in a way, I actually tried to direct and shoot a, a couple heavy metal videos. And, oh, really? And I tried to DP operate and direct. And, oh, god! And, and it was just like, I mean, music videos are a whole other thing. But it made me. A, I don't know. Like I said, everything suffered. Don't don't. You know, that's not the direction I want to go. I well, tried it out, and I. I enjoy where I'm at. If I have to retire as an operator, right. I'm happy. So no right. DP, no director has to even feel like I want their jobs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can have it. Right. I like the, if I can't pay my mortgage payment, call a friend up and say, hey, I need to pay my mortgage payment. I got to go to work. Right. And be able to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't like the meetings. I don't like the scouting. I don't like all that crap. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm more interested in it than I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I used to have zero interest in all that stuff. Uh-huh. But now, you know, if you're a, if you're a worker bee, you know, yeah. there's only... I mean, we get to be creative. Yeah. Which is great. We get to have, depending on the show, input yeah. into what we do. Um, but the overall plan comes from those meetings. Yeah. Yeah, and those scouts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean the the video I directed and shot and and who was um, that for? It was a heavy metal band called Carnifex, and you know they gave me fifteen grand, so it wasn't like I didn't, didn't make tons of money on it. But yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun. I got the Linda Vista Hospital and was able oh, to get you? get all these crazy lights and we you know big crosses and I mean it was nuts. Yeah, but it was nice to not answer to anybody. But sure. How, were but, you happy with the results? Yeah, they were okay. Right. You know. You Did know, you yeah. wish you'd hired a DP? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But everybody went in 08 because I wasn't getting... Steadicam jobs were kind of pushing me in that direction. They're like, yeah, oh, you should do this. You should do this. I'm like, no. But they were falling in my lap because, you know, obviously the studios were dead. Right. You know? And we didn't have Netflix and Amazon and all these shows that are coming out now. Right. So it was a little bit more of the networks, and most of the networks were out of town. So, and I haven't had the balls to move out of this town yet. <laughs> you know, I'll go out. I love location. Yeah, you know? I I love experiencing new places. But yeah, I me do, too. But I do like coming home. Yeah, you know. I mean, and the, I mean, you have a wife here too, yeah. who works in the business. Yeah. So, so it's uh, you know, it's, does she travel much? No, she's always in town. So and she works nonstop, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so she's. You know, we've what we've 
both have had a couple the last this year off she just started a show again oh she did okay but we we had two months off you know it's good to have and we didn't off. kill each other yet that's good <laughs> did you go on vacation or anything or? uh no not this time no oh okay maybe at the end of this year so yeah that's cool but so it's uh i just know every time i talk to you you're like oh the wife's on this show that yeah. show the other yeah yeah so and i don't have family in town so it's always looking for friends you know right. <laughs> <laughs> you know all my family's all in different states right now so i'm actually going out to north carolina at the end of this month so for what uh my younger brother is 22 years in the navy and he's getting commissioned as officer wow so actually that's just, a big deal yeah he just sent me i know you you have your opinions on the, donald trump but you know that's <laughs> not going political <laughs> but uh, uh the president signed his uh papers just yesterday i think it is that's cool so and then my older it doesn't matter who the president oh, is yeah. it's that that's not about the president yeah, yeah. that's about him yeah yeah so, that's awesome that's really cool oh uh, that I know. Oh, cool! People, He's showing me the thing. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can see it. The but. Radio, radio charades here. It's a piece of paper. It's a piece of paper signed by the president, and it's got so. the, the president of the United States of America letterhead on it. That's really neat. So he just sent me that, and then my other brother is retiring from special forces after what twenty four years. Wow. So I, and it's funny. He's getting. Oh wait, I knew about the special forces yeah. one. I didn't even want to say that because yeah. I didn't know, but. I didn't know about the other one. Yeah, he's uh, he's in Wilmington. They're both Navy. Uh, no, one's Navy, one's Army. Right, okay. The, this one's the... This one's Navy, right, uh, right, right. Underwater welder, medic. Oh, underwater welder, really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So, and I'm the middle Oh, child. he's going to make a gazillion dollars when he retires. Yeah, oh, he's no. not going to retire, though. No. Nah. <laughs> but underwater welders make a lot... They do really well. Yeah, they well. do really well, but not yeah. for the Navy. That's my point, when yeah. he retires. Yeah, but he's... I'm 43, so he's 41. So, okay. you know, have you ever seen the movie Men of Honor with Kubu Dunya Jr.? Mm -hmm. That's what he does. Wait, say that again. <laughs> I'm just making funny. You said like Cuba Downing Jr. or something. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. No, yes, Cuba Downing Jr. And then Jr., uh, yeah. our cousin that we consider our brothers, Air Force, and he's coming out with us. Oh, cool. So it's going to be, it's oh, gonna be good. Air Force, Army, Navy, and Hollywood. Right. Guess who gets picked up? Oh, I was going to say they're going to make a lot of fun of you. <laughs> yeah. But hey. Those are good brothers to have, though, you yeah, know? Yeah, they're good ones. That's good. Uh, good I wouldn't. You. You get, you're really close, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're super good. close. What do they think of your, your uh, Hollywood life? Uh, can you cut this out? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> do, they, do they not like it? No, they respect me. They love it, you know? I mean, I've done a couple shows where they've really got excited over, but, right. you, know, you know, they still call me Hollywood and, you know, yeah, Hollywood liberals and everything. And, you right. know, I mean, come on, you know, we all get trashed on, you know, but it's what I've, they know that it's what I've wanted to do since I was 14. They're more proud that I've followed my dream and I've haven't strayed away from it too much. Right. Even in the downtimes I've thought about, yeah, you know, who knows shooting weddings or whatever you had to do, you know, I would even, you know, I had some dry spells where I'm like, should I go shoot weddings? And I'm like, Ugh, no, thank you. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's one department. I know I've tried to shoot a couple friends weddings because I'm a, Hollywood camera operator and everybody thinks oh you could shoot my wedding I'm like no I, ch I shot a friend's wedding um, 
A, cl- a good friend. Yeah. But you never want to shoot your friends. <laughs> you know, you're like, I want to party. <laughs> well, no, that was the thing. Um, I didn't I didn't shoot the reception. They yeah. just wanted the wedding. Okay. So, like, either I'm going to sit there and watch it, or I can run around and and shoot it. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't they didn't want to spend a ton of money on like a wedding videographer or whatever and yeah. our other friend had a camera and he's like you guys can use my camera so i just shot on but the the funny part was i know them through another another guy in the business mm-hmm. and so i shot it all but i just rolled so i'd like walk to the back i'd still be rolling i mean because this is yeah. what we do we don't we don't yeah. cut all the time and um and so anyway, they, they, like, he calls me or no, I think I was playing poker with him like a week later. And he's like, dude, it's just like an hour of like, and then you turn around and walk to the back and you kept, you kept recording. I'm like, that's how it is, man. And my other friend was like, yeah, you don't, you don't cut and yeah. you don't hit the button a ton of times. So you want to make sure you're rolling for the whole thing. And he was like, oh, okay. And I think I've only watched my wedding video one time. Well, so nobody <laughs> watches it. Right. They you probably know, watch it we a week later. We only watched it because we came back and we had like a reception in Seattle with some family there. We uh-huh. showed it to them and then we showed it to some people in LA. And that, and it's oh, mom. people that didn't go. Yeah. Right. right well, right, nobody right. was there. So we got married in Maui. Nobody showed up? No. Well, no. <laughs> no, we didn't invite anybody. So <laughs> it was just me and her and a videographer. And it was like. Really? Yeah. Don't you need a witness? Uh, the uh, pre- preacher was a witness. So really? Yeah, he was. He signed for. Or, no, actually, I think the videographer was our witness. I think you need two. Yeah. I think it was. I, our, think, they, I think our videographer was our, our witness. So. Really? That's cool. So yeah, I like that idea, man. And you're yeah, not, and then, and then just ha- came back and had a friend that projected it up on the wall and had like 120 people back here. Oh, cool! And you know, everybody enjoyed the video and then went back to party and it was like, oh, this was the best, you know? Right, so, right, right, right. But right. I don't know. It's no the amount of money you spend on a wedding. I mean, I get the romantic part and all that, and you want to share it with friends and family. That's all very nice, but like, you know, I've spent. I've I've been in a few weddings. Yeah. Um I think the one I spent 5 grand traveling to this place yeah. for this, this Jeez. place for, you know, Vegas for the bachelor party and then you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like and then you got to go out of town, then you got to pay you got to stay in the same hotel as the bride and groom do with <laughs> it's $600 a night. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it and look, I I don't want to complain too much, but it's a it's a heavy burden for some people. I mean, I've been lucky I can afford most of that stuff, but I mean, I notice it. It hurts yeah. hurts a little bit, and especially when it's slow, you know? You're like, oh, God. Well, yeah. But, well, that's the only reason why I mentioned the wedding videos is because when I started right. operating, you know, I re-rated in 08, and they're... You know, and everybody was like, "You got to make the jump, Jake. You got to make the jump." And then right. I made the jump, and then I was like, uh, "I can't pay my bills. I can't pay my bills." And yeah. uh, you know, and I c- couldn't go back down to camera assisting. You know, right. so I had to stick it out. And uh, you know, those were some ideas that were popping into my head <laughs> because I had this. You know, I was re-rated as a local six hundred operator and couldn't couldn't get the jobs I even wanted. if you want to drop down you'd have to wait a year or something, yeah right so yeah i was kind of in a, in a rock and a hard place yeah at that time so but uh you know 2010 picked back up and you know got things back together and you know i've been on a pretty good roll since 2010 that's good you know that's so. good well it took a long time to 
even begin to recover from all that stuff. Oh yeah. Um, for for everybody. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. Some people they'll just never. Yeah. As soon as there's something, they get a call. Like there's certain people. Baldwin. <laughs> He's always yeah. like trying to take time off. Oh, got a call for a show for eight months. Okay, I'm doing that. I don't know how you do that when you're stuck on a show and you're not talking to people and you're not socializing and you're not, you know, you're just not in in their faces and all of a sudden they. I don't either. I still I still cannot grasp how you have to it. be really really. I mean, you, you well send out liked, these vi- you send out these vibes or you you know or I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't get how you how you book a show a week after you finish one. <laughs> I know. You know. I mean, like I was out in Cincinnati. All my my whole camera crew was like, "Oh yeah, I'm starting something on Monday." I'm like, "You're fucking kidding me, dude." <laughs> you know? Yeah. How do you? you well, but, I ju- I just this show I've been day playing on. Um, the last day was Monday, and um, the last day of the season. I was there, but I was talking to a couple of the assistants there who are all really awesome. And um, one was like, oh, yeah, I start prepping tomorrow. I'm like, what? <laughs> another was like, oh, I start prepping for another season on Thursday. And one was, oh, and, and I think the A first, she was like, I have a day off and then I have a like a five day commercial and then I start a pilot the day after that. I'm like, holy cow! How they just did a nine month run on a TV show? Yeah, and they're not, they're not. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean there is maybe a difference. Facebook. Be, there is a difference between <laughs> assisting and oh, yeah. and operating. I mean, I, I, I can't even think about going to something else. I can't wait till it ends. <laughs> like, I mean, even if you love the job, like a long run, like just months, months and months. Um, and I haven't done tons of those. But, you know, even five months on a show, mm-hmm. I'm going stir crazy. <laughs> like, I don't want to yeah. be working. I want to go somewhere. Well, in the last 10 years, something. I probably haven't worked more than a month stretches. Right. I've never went over a month. Really? Yeah. Nope. Even on a movie? Well, look, well, I, no. saw, I saw these TV shows on your, on your thing. They're like, you did like 10 episodes. That's well, that was, yeah, that was, uh, that was the first. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I'll take that back. Last year, I did four months on a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. so what you said is completely okay. inaccurate. One show for four months. Okay. But well, what show was that? Uh, Stuck in the Middle. Okay. It was a Disney show. Oh, really? Yeah. No, something you don't ever watch. But you my, don't know. My, nie- my nieces are I think I'm signing a rock- up for that Disney streaming service as soon but as it my, comes my out. Nie- <laughs> I made my nieces. Uh, I'm a rock star in their eyes. When I told them I was working on Stuck in the Middle, that made them their eyes like lit up. And oh I'm really? Co- I'm the coolest uncle in the world. So oh, I, I, I don't know if you know that, but that's what my nieces I definitely <laughs> do not. <laughs> my nieces <laughs> tell me that they're 13 or 14. They're awesome. That's one cool. One lives in North Carolina. One lives in, uh, in um in San Diego. And since I don't have kids, I've taken on the responsibility of being the cool uncle. <laughs> sure, why not? But, well, I'm the only uncle to my niece, so oh, I have to nice. be. The, I'm the cool uncle, but also the awful yeah. uncle. I don't know what. I <laughs> She's a little younger though. But she, but, yeah, I, I tr- You know, and I've, you know, they're they're awesome though. They cool. So they, you'll see they, them next weekend or whatever. Well, yeah, I'll see the. Uh, I call her the Chinese one because my uh, sister-in-law is Chinese. So Jesus, <laughs> my Chinese niece, you know. So okay. Um, but yeah, she's a little firecracker. 
she's a little dance queen and loves cool. to dance. So that's fun. A little uh, redneck out there in North Carolina. Look, I I like but, kids. Oh yeah, other people's kids. <laughs> other people's kids. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. you know that old joke. I mean, you know your own kids. You you'll never. And yeah. look, I've I've had friends who have acc- who didn't plan on having children that yeah. accidentally did. And they they said it's the best thing they ever did, yeah. and I'm t- super happy for them. I could have had them, I couldn't, but you know, long yeah. story. I just d- don't want to get into it. But hey, it's uh, no, no, no. But my my point is, I yeah. like to be able to walk away when they're screaming and crying oh, yeah. and throwing a fit, and I go, "You deal with them." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, both being in the business, you know, it would be it's tough, you know. And oh, you hear the stories of what people a, go through. Uh, yeah, it's a like you said, I, um, but. It is what it is. I'm moving on from that and trying to live my life and my family's first, you know. It's that's why I'm going that's why anytime I'm off work, I go out to North Carolina or I'm in San Diego, you know, and cool. just I have my cousin in Santa Fe Springs and that's the only thing I have here, so. Right. So, and you know, last year what I had three family members pass away, so. Right. You know, grandma, uncle and cousin, so it was Yeah, that's it was it was a good year <laughs> no that's not good you know um but that's too so, bad so yeah so that that kind of distracted me a little bit you know as yeah. far as work wise but i'm back on the wagon uh back on the train now the wagon the wagon <laughs> train wagon whatever you want to call it you are having a beer so you're yeah. definitely on the mic speaking of that you want another beer sure why not all right let's stop for a sec we'll all go right. get a beer yeah, so I wanted to start recording again because I I was about to ask you about End of Watch and we started blabbing about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, yeah. What, so you were saying like when the movie started? When, oh, I was hired as a B camera operator. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, for the weekend of the movie and sat on the truck for eight hours a day, and then by week two. Uh, the director and the DP wound up giving me a camera, and I, you know, they didn't like me sitting around, you know, showing so, up and sitting on the truck for. Eight so hours who a day. who who was operating? Because uh, I know Mick was Mick and Roman, yeah, and the DP, yeah, okay, and then you know, and then we started adding a third camera, and you know, and I was just shooting whatever, and the director loved it, and you know, and and I was doing the full days last by the the last two weeks we did a lot i did a lot all the shootouts and everything and right, had a lot cool. of fun and you know just I'll, got just got lucky by saying yes to something and turned out to be one of my favorite movies i've been uh part of it's a good movie yeah i really liked it yeah um did you know going in that it was a standby thing where you were just going to yeah, sit on the well, truck? Yeah, well, Roman interviewed me, and then, obviously, you know, I mean, he has to pick who he wants, you know, and he uh, went with somebody else, and then a weekend, he called me in, and, you know, and I was, it was, it was funny, because I showed up on set, and, you know, he was like, oh, 14 mils right in Jake's face. I was like, what? <laughs> no way. You can't like this. Right. You know? I'm not saying, I'm not saying that to him. You know, maybe if he listens to this, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, in my head, I'm like, holy crap, this is, you know, that's, I've never, uh, if from that movie and a couple other movies I've done, I just don't, it's hard to judge when you're on set. I don't judge anymore. I don't, I don't care if people say the script's stupid, the acting's stupid. I've had some pretty magical stuff come out. 
Yeah. You know, like that. So, but I had a blast, you know, I mean, I was, it was, a, there, uh, we were breaking rules, you know, David Iyer was told me that I was operating too good, you know, because he was like, I want you to operate like mom and pop sh- frame, you know, like down mm-hmm. in the lower thirds and uh, tons of headroom or, you know, and I was like, just what? be all over the place, you know, so right. I like had to turn my head a little bit on some stuff, but you know, we had a lot of fun, you know, no, that's cool. Cause I mean, we all know the, the, the rules of photography or cinematography yeah. are ingrained in us. Yeah. And in order to do something weird or different, it takes it, it takes its own skill set. Yeah. So and they, they wanted it very amateurish. And then Jake Gyllenhaal was operating a lot of stuff too himself, obviously, because, you know, we couldn't operate his like the, selfie, uh, selfie right. stuff, sure. you know? So they just wanted it to be more real and raw and, you know? Yeah, it worked. It worked. It was, like I said, mo- I've had a lot of um, more old timers, you know, that like the clean photography and everything come up to me and go, oh my God, that movie's so great. You know, it's like, right. You know, so, you know, and, you know, not people don't say that about Blair Witch. <laughs> you know, 13, 14 year old kids go, oh, great movie, but I don't think any true filmmakers. I don't know. You know? I don't know. I didn't like it. I think it had, I think it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I I, mean, it told a story, but I just, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Blair Witch. And, and I, I knew, I know some of those guys I've worked, I've worked with some of those guys. They're all Orlando UCF guys. Yeah. I think mostly, um, the co-directors, I think I've worked with both. I did a movie with one and some commercials with another. But anyway, um, so I guess I'm a little biased because they're they're nice people. Yeah. But um, but if that movie had made five million dollars at mm-hmm. the box office, yeah, a lot of people would have been like, "Wow, what a success story!" Crazy. Yeah. And I think because it did such gangbusters business, since mm-hmm. it made so much money, yeah, I think there's like a little bit of a backlash on it, and we forget that they made it for. Thirty thousand, I think thirty grand. Yeah. Okay. Admittedly, the 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 studio that bought it put, I think, a million dollars in post into it after, mm-hmm. and I think they picked some stuff up and whatever. But they managed to make this like really creepy story yeah. that felt really real. I mean, it felt real enough that Sundance let it in as a documentary. Did you know that? No, I did not. They know. entered it as a documentary into Sundance, and it got in, and I think won. Oh wow! As a documentary. Hmm. Now, you can go to the ethics of whether they should have done that or not. I don't know. But the point being, like, it was believable enough. So it's it's hard to make something yeah. um, that's not what it is and make it seem like it, whatever that, whatever I'm trying to get at. But anyway, I, I just thought it was impressive and good for them, you know. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, 30 grand is one day on our set or whatever. I mean, maybe, maybe maybe not even i don't know yeah but um i don't know that's and like those are my feelings when i interviewed for aaron to watch and roman brought me into the office and was talking to me it was like we're gonna shoot it like blair witch you know or this not like blair witch but he was describing it i was like right he's like oh we may just get fired i don't know but we may come out with a good movie and sure enough it was like that was his attitude right like it's just amazing that like stuff like that you know with no rules 
you know and you know david Iyer gave me a big ass hug at the end of the show and was like you totally stepped up man on the truck and it was like it was it felt great you know because like i said i was the annoying standby operator for eight hours a day right for they two were weeks. paying and not working were, right? that i wasn't working and then right. i turned into a work uh working and they don't realize they don't realize that nobody really wants to do that no I mean, I didn't. They think you want. They think you're like, oh, free money. No, I wasn't free money. No, I was like, I, trust me, I was kick, I, I was counting down the minutes, and I was out of there. Right, because but if they'd said, oh, we want you to come and work, you would have worked for another ten hours. Yeah, but you know, right. I wasn't working, and you know, no, you of course, can't, you can't turn down union hours. You know, I mean, bottom line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, union hours are sometimes more valuable to me than a paycheck. Right. You know, right? No, but I my mean, my point being, you would have mm-hmm. rather be working. Oh yeah, you, even if it was really hard and tough, and like yeah. you would have much rather be working than sitting on a truck. Yeah. But it was it was kind of cool that you know I was able to weasel my way in and <laughs> you know, hey, I can operate. You know, yeah, because they would they would give me a shot here and there, and it was like, oh, the, you know, this is our style, and this is uh, you don't understand. I'm like, oh, okay, and then well, it's hard when they're going for something totally different, oh, yeah. and they've and got then, you on the truck all day. Yeah, and then A camera's <laughs> like a 14 mil, three feet away from Jake's face. There's not a lot of room for B camera. Yeah, you know, I mean, where do you got to shoot? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got to shoot eyeballs, right? You know, I mean, with a 200 mil sniper in them off, I mean, right? You just you a camera's always in your way, right? So is that is that most of the movie? It's like a 14 oh, yeah. in Jake's face. Yeah, it, uh, almost all. I mean, we may have went to a 50, <laughs> right? You know, but I, I can't remember, and you know, but that but, was that was like the main Jake yeah, ones, yeah. And it was with the SI2K cameras and, you know, so. Oh, right. Those little. Yeah. So. I forgot uh, about that. But How like, big are those? She's like a freaking 5D. Really? Yeah. So. So you're just hand holding like. Yeah. Cupping it under your left yeah. hand. and Well, then yeah. Holding it, it we had an easy rig with a deck on the back and we had a 444 deck on the back and uh, the um, easy rig drilled into oh, the back. Oh, he used an easy rig? Yeah, everything was on an easy rig. Oh. Huh. But the easy rig, I don't know. Yeah, what are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I know. What I are know. your thoughts? I like it because I'm a tall operator and I can... I can You're like many inches shorter than me. I know. <laughs> I actually I actually uh, got called for... What was, her, what was that show with uh, Tom Cruise's ex-wife? Nicole Kidman, I think it was. Right. And I didn't get the job because I wasn't six foot three. <laughs> they actually e- e- emailed me and were like, hey, how tall are you? I'm six one. Nope. Can't go with you. Like, what? That's funny. <laughs> I lost a job for being too tall once. You know, but the easy rig, I think, like I said, it's just quick to go down. I like, like fight scenes. I, I'm able, you know, you're able to swing it in a little bit. I'm not saying it's not good you know, for once in a while, but like standard handheld doing easy rig all day. I, I you know, take it. I, I like to like shot, almost hold it like a shotgun. Right. You know, and be able to do stuff like this. Sure. And like I said, it's, um, I know a lot of actors and don't like below eye level. I was just yelled at by a certain actor recently because I was at his eye level and he was like five, six and, you know, and he was like, oh, can you go a little higher up on your shoulder? I'm like, okay. But, you know, I like a little little below sometimes, you know, especially sure. for an action movie, you know. Sure. Um, you're shooting all straight down at somebody is, a, you know, works. But, you know. 
Yeah. I have uh, many years ago, um, the only time, well, let me put it this way. There have been other times where I knew not to go below eye level Mm -hmm. and didn't. So there was never anything said, but you know, I knew certain people were paying very close attention to that stuff. Yeah. The certain people being the actress. (laughs) Um, but the only time I ever had someone ask me to raise the camera, um, was Bonnie Hunt. Do you know who Bonnie Hunt is? No. She's been around. She had a TV show. She, when Letterman was out, I think was Shingles, she she hosted um, his show. Yeah. Um, she's been around a really long time. Great writer, yeah. uh, comedian, actress. Anyway, and a lovely human being, by the way. And I didn't mind one bit, but mm-hmm. we were doing, this was right when I got to LA, and we were doing um, um essentially press days for Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. So all the Warner Brothers shows, all the people would come through. So you'd get, I remember we had Sopranos people at the time. This is probably 2003 or four or something. And Bonnie Hunt and the people from this show and that, you, you get the idea. It was like three yeah. days of like in a hotel suite, just churning mm-hmm. it out. And um, you sit there with them and then the reporters come in and get five minutes and then they, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Bonnie... Um, I was on Bonnie's single or whatever, yeah. <clears throat> and um, she said, "Hi, um, I'm Bonnie. What's your name?" And I said, "I'm Brad." She said, "Um, Brad, can I ask you a, a favor because of my vanity?" <laughs> I said, "What?" Well, <laughs> something to this effect, and she said, "Would you mind raising that camera like six inches?" I was like, "I wouldn't mind at all." And yeah. I raised it six yeah. inches. Yeah, that's and that what was I did. it. Yeah, when they, I got yelled at recently by somebody. Well, wait, won't, you, but you said it. you got yelled at. Not yelled at. I, I was asked to go up on my shoulder. But it was like, it, it was a profile. He was running down the hallway, busts through the door, goes, grabs, comes through and grabs the dude in a in a um, dentist chair by the balls. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a very different situation you know, than my situation. And he's kind of... I was on sticks. Yeah. So, you know, when you're going... When you're f- tracking them and following them through the door and busting down the door and grabbing a guy by the balls, you know, you, need, you know, yeah, I, I'm not like going down to his waist. I mean, no, I was just I understand. like maybe his chin, you right, know, right, if right. that, you know. Yeah, that's funny. That's weird. You know, and it wasn't a close up. It wasn't like a portrait shot. You know, I can understand like a, you know, if you're doing this, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's action, it's moving, and you know. And that's where the easy rig comes in handy, you know, is to like move around and follow so, action. So would you say, Bruce, it doesn't really matter? Well, no, it was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking <with> me. <laughs> it was somebody else. It's a really nice guy. But, you know, and uh, we made him look good. No, you know? that's good. So. No, but you're, you're right. I mean, they're, they're, like in that situation, it sounds like your shot probably would have been better. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe not, but it, you know, it wouldn't have mattered. It's not like you're. It's not like you're right in his face, looking up at a you know no. under his chin or something. No. I mean, and for people who don't know, it it's it's a nicer if you have a little extra chin yeah. or whatever. It, it the the higher camera will help a little bit. Yeah, little above eye line, and it makes makes. But when you're moving and you're busting down the door, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, you're, right. It, it's. I don't think you're focused on chin and beauty and right you know but that's so weird yeah but you know you gotta deal with it's it it's basically a fight scene and he wants you to raise the camera for his vanity yeah that's yeah. a little weird it to me that sounds like somebody told him like some management person told him like make sure the camera's always above your eye line yeah 
and he doesn't really you know what i mean doesn't understand the the thought process yeah. behind it but uh, whatever i did what i had to do you know I'm, yeah i mean i'm not, not gonna fight it you know somebody tells me to do something i i try yeah yeah you yeah. know but you know we all we all make mistakes sooner or later <laughs> You know, I always wish we could always put a little GoPro back by the video village and like really see everybody's reactions. <laughs> We'd probably change our tone. We'd probably call ourselves really shitty operators. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> you know, put a put a little GoPro back there and see what. The, oh, right. and then they come out and they smile at you and they go, "Oh, great shot! <laughs> awesome! How are we gonna fire this guy?" You know, <laughs> yeah. but. We gotta find something, right? All the rolling eyes, you know, all the rolling eyes, you know, and like, you know, you've had plenty of other operators I've listened to on this thing, you know. Now that with a seventeen-inch clear HD monitor, everybody's a critic. Oh yeah, everybody has an an opinion like they have an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, oh god, when they and well, sometimes you don't know. Like, I, I have you ever had like a DP tell you something, like. It's something that doesn't make sense to you. Like something, like if you've been on a show. No, where, never. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, um, no, if, if you've been working with them for a little while, you yeah. work with them before, you get their aesthetic, yeah. you know the things they like and don't like in a general sense. And then they ask you to do something totally antithetical to what they normally would like. Yeah, I've had a couple of those. Right. So have I. And I always wonder, like. I know that sometimes it's mm-hmm. somebody in the in the viewing gallery over there. Oh yeah, that's told them to tell me. Oh yeah, and I'm like, and and my thought, it took me a while to realize that. And my thought now is like, instead of instead of questioning the guy, just do it because he doesn't want to do it either. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, just do it, get it over with, and whatever, move on. You know, but um, yeah, uh, those those shows because I, I remember it used to be like when i was in commercials mm-hmm. it was like that we would yeah. set these monitors up oh. for everybody and you know there's 18 people from an agency oh, who yeah. are on their phones at the before smartphones but they're reading magazines or mm-hmm. or whatever they're doing now they're on their phones but and then they look up and they go oh wait i don't like that <laughs> they haven't yeah. been paying attention for a half hour yeah i've done eight uh, hunt takes on a McDonald's commercial right. on an insert of the hamburger, and it's like you know, right. ten agent, ten of the agencies like, oh well, oh, oh no, it needs to turn this way, it turns this way. You're like, seriously, right. this is like a two second shot. It's not moist enough, <laughs> right? Right. You know, but they're looking at a 17 inch monitor, critiquing it like like as a portrait, right? And and there's some wow, that's a loud motorcycle. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Um, there's some, I'm sure there's some merit to some of that, Yeah. but some of it is them just making yeah. sure that everybody knows that, uh, they're important, that they're, yeah. <laughs> they're there for a reason. <laughs> I mean, there's two well-known uh, directors out there. There's one, I've heard stories that does 105 takes on inserts and Fincher. yeah, maybe it may have been him. Um, and then there's uh, another director that does one to two takes and has been making movies for 60, 70 years. Whatever, something like that, maybe. You know? So you compare those two together. And you're so just like, I feel like there are there are pros and cons to both ends of that. Because, you know, know, when I talked to Gary, we're talking to, we talked about yeah. all the takes Kubrick did and how that 
it was actually a good thing. Yeah. Um, but and and also I've seen movies. I mean, no disrespect to those two directors. I freaking love both of them. Oh yeah, me too. I, I absolutely love both styles. But I've heard totally different stories process. about yeah yeah the course. way they direct and they both make great movies. Yeah yeah yeah. So don't, you know, don't don't brown nose them too hard, okay, buddy? <laughs> Trust me, no. Take it down. I, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't even take the call. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> so no, my point was on on some of Clint Eastwood's movies, they shoot the rehearsal and they move on. Yeah. And sometimes you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if focus is buzzed because he never got a rehearsal. Yeah. He's, you know, and um, and then. I know at 18 hours when you're on take 73, mm-hmm. you're like, this guy's insane or whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. you're thinking. You're just like, you want to go home, yeah. you know? And, and then maybe you see the movie or maybe you get to take 74 and you go, ah, I see now. I don't know. Cause I, I haven't been quite that bad. I, I did, I did do a pilot with a director who we did a five minute one with t- 10 or 12 speaking parts kind of like an er style it was a hospital Mm -hmm. show um and we did 47 takes and at one point he he punched the the monitor because i think so we had it we had a great take here a a lot of the takes were blown by either mistiming mislines um or there was one local actress they hired for the very end of it, this was in New Mexico, and she she would never go at the right time. There was mm-hmm. a the second second was out there with her, and he would say go, and she would go no no. <laughs> hmm. She had one line, and it was at the very end of the shot. Hmm. And so we had you know like I think take thirty three was perfect mm-hmm. for me for all the actors, and then at the end I do this like two seventy around these these mm-hmm. people and I land in a 50 50 with the hospital doors and this woman that actress yeah. comes running in and says where's my husband or whatever her line is and then one of the guys grabs her they leave frame and that's the end of the shot mm-hmm. so it's right at the end and this you know take 33 is perfect the whole way I'm super happy I'm like we're nailing it I know everybody else is feeling good I'm, I'm landing in that spot and I can see that she's not running around the corner like she's supposed to Hmm. And I land, and she doesn't come, and he and he punched the monitor. <laughs> I didn't see it. I've been lucky. We I heard mean, from video. <laughs> I don't think in the last ten years I went over maybe five to six takes. Mm. As an assistant, I used to remember it going up to twenty, twenty-five, thirty. But dude, I don't get more than five or six takes nowadays. I stop bragging. No, it, it's not. No, I don't know if it's because I'm good or because they just settle with it, <laughs> you know, or they just don't have the time. Like Cincinnati, I mean, I think I got like two to three shots, two to three takes with no rehearsals. Right. You know, I mean, I went a- in and I told my focus puller, I was like, I'm going for it. We're doing this. And Chris Jones did an awesome job, by the way. Um, But uh, I went in and I told him, you know, just go for it pull me aside and tell me to slow down tell me what you need but besides that we just went for it right you know and uh you know we'll see what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know you know but action movies are gonna be you know yeah well it, but it depends on what kind of movie you're working on like time wise and take take wise yeah you know or, or what kind of what kind of tv show you're working on i yeah. mean a pilot you have more time well we did we did uh 
twelve million dollar movie in twelve days, two six day weeks. Right. <laughs> you know, it was it was nuts. Yeah, so, but it's, it's twelve days. Wow. Well, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's yeah. I should maybe would you it's know? Funny, I it it just reminded me. I did a twelve million dollar movie, six day weeks, ten weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I wish I would have had that's more a long time, time ago. You know, but the director emailed me afterwards and said, "Hey, I can't wait to work with you again." He's a, he's a cool. good director. I liked him. You know, but you know the the movie is the movie. You know, I mean, we don't. Sure. I mean, we don't all have Oscar winning act movies on our IMDb. Yeah. You know, but you know, I, I, don't, I, I don't have think a couple. I do. I have a couple. Do you? you know? Yeah. Not Oscar, but no, good movies. Oh, that yeah, I worked yeah. on. Yeah. No, I. I the day that I will win on a uh, win uh, be on an Oscar movie, I'd love to love to do that. But you know that's everybody's dream. You yeah. know, yeah, but, you know, fun. I've worked on the worst movie ever made in Hollywood. You know, oh, that's right. You yeah. worked on the room. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How yeah. was that? That was a that was a joke. It was right, a freaking joke. <laughs> yeah, you know. And they just made a movie about my career called Disaster Artist. So hey, you know, it's kind of whatever you know i mean did you like the disaster artist it was actually pretty cool i haven't i still haven't seen it it was pretty accurate i gotta say it was pretty pretty damn it felt like i was back on set did it you know i was just saying yesterday it was right before i got married it was it was uh a wedding money so i was just had to say yes to everything because you know had to pay for the wedding out of our own pockets right you know because we didn't have i didn't have i don't have in-laws and my parents didn't pay for it so you know uh, I had to say yes to everything, and I was doing ER, what uh, fast lane, a couple other things, Gilmore Girls, and right. then I would go over and do uh, do the room, the room, and we would. I had to almost kick Joey Pacella. Love Joey. Who is but, that? Uh, he was a loader. He oh. was. Um, he did like Glee and Nip Tuck and everything. But oh, he, cool. He he was on the show with me, and we we had to send him off set because we were laughing our asses off so hard because the acting was so bad. Right. You know, and he was distracting. But you know, I love the dude. I would. I, he's just one of those type of guys that shows up on set and just cheers you up. You know, that's his cool. Smile is great, but you know, and we couldn't get. Yeah, I was actually showing up two three hours late just because we couldn't. We I knew that we weren't going to get a shot off before lunch. <laughs> Oh my God! You know, I mean, and we shot film in HD, so but hey, I know. Like, and like, like I said, that's, side by side. That's why I never HD, judge right? a movie anymore because I walked onto those, that job just thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to pay for my wedding out of this, and next you know, it's like it disappeared for a couple of years, I think, four or five years, and all of a sudden it came out. Was it Union? No, right? Okay, no, that was a long time ago. I knew other okay. people who worked on it. Oh yeah, there there was a revolving door. Yeah, nobody a, wanted to. So yeah. any 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 day you got that yeah. wasn't that you yeah. would take, right? Yeah, right, and right. he was paying like we check at the end of the night. So it was like people were just coming every in. time. Yeah, we shot at the stages and so you come in for one day and he'd give you a yeah, check, and then check, come in the next yeah, day yeah. he'd give you a check. Yeah, he'd give you a check every day. <laughs> I had okay. That's that's really funny. Um, that is really funny. Um, I had one where they were so sketchy. Uh, oh, I've never had those ones. I told I told the producer director I was like, because I came in to cover someone mm-hmm. for one day, and then I can't remember how it all happened. I, either 
the person they originally had didn't want to do it. But for long story short, they asked me to stay mm-hmm. for like the last couple weeks or something. And I told the director, I'll stay and do it, but you have to pay me cash at the end of every day. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Oh, wow. And, and cash, the whole job was cash. Yeah. So it's not, that wasn't that weird a request. Um, but every night, like someone would come in from Vegas and they're <laughs> with like cash in a, in a briefcase. I swear to God. I don't know if it was. I, I did an Italian movie in Vegas. So I, I don't know if it was a mob movie. I don't know if. I, I have no idea if somebody was just playing blackjack trying to make the money every day. I, I really don't I know. I was on an Italian movie where, because I was speak Italian, I was the eight, uh, eight second oh, translator. Yeah. And uh, the the accountant would go to they flew her to New York and came back with a big old briefcase, you know. So, yeah, that's uh, interesting. You know, that's always tough to be uh, working plus being a translator. So that is weird. You know, yeah. but it's kind of fun though. Yeah, it's, it's different. You know, because the G and E were all Americans, so I had to break away from my job to go translate for the guys. Oh, for G and E, yeah, for uh, the G&E right. crew, because yeah, they yeah. had two two gaffers, an Italian gaffer and an American gaffer. But you know, and it was a crazy movie. But which movie was that? It's called Christmas '97. They, sh- it's one of the biggest Italian movies out there. They shoot it every Christmas, and it's with some really big comedians. And they, what do you mean they shoot it every Christmas? It's been. I don't understand what that it's means. a Christmas movie for like the last ten or fifteen years, if not more. You mean they remake it every no, year? Yeah, they make a new one. It's kind of like Christmas Vacation for the Italians. Oh, that's weird. And it's like one of the oh. big, their, one of their biggest movies. Gotcha. And one so, year they went to Vegas. Yeah, I they went it. to Vegas. We went to Vegas and Tucson. So. Got it. Of course, Tucson. That makes perfect sense. You know, you know, to and know LA. It. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, and working with Italians, you know, you show up and the Italians were qualifying for the World Cup or not the World Cup for the European Cup, and you know we showed up for two hours, and then they're like, "Okay, it's a wrap." Oh we're really? Like, and we're like, um, okay. They it's two w- hours. They want to watch the game. And they want to go watch the game. And they wrapped us two hours into the day because they wanted to go see the didn't game. Didn't care. They didn't care. That's hilarious. But you know, that's cool. That's fun. And you know, I've grown up there. I t- now that I'm in, more in the movies, I've totally been wanting to go back there and shoot something. But haven't that'd had the fun. opportunity. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that'd be uh, really that'd be cool. It's a it's a different way of filmmaking. You know. I mean, like, they they didn't the, the film inventory. They had no idea what that was. The key grip slates, you know. Really? Oh yeah, it's it's completely different style, you know. Yeah. And then they don't use letters; they use numbers. Right on the slate, you know. It was like, right, right, right. The script supervisor did all my camera reports. Like, oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I was like, well, great. But you didn't have to do a count? No. No, they were like, what? What's this? Beautiful. Beautiful. And then they let the, the show. That's the that, biggest pain in the ass. Probably like 10,000 feet of film. They're like, we can't take this on the plane here. <laughs> like, Dr. Rostock. So, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bonus. Yeah. You know, but, you know, it was like, okay. I didn't steal the no film. <laughs> no, they gave it to you. They yeah, gave it, it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they. Oh, there were plenty of people stealing <laughs> during the days. Yeah, no. Re- no was, nobody ever stole any film. I knew a first. Um, years ago he's passed away uh-huh. um very rough uh, rough around the edges kind of guy but i always liked him because he's yeah. an honest guy but anyway um he had been involved i think with seven other people he was a loader in the loading room at warner brothers uh-huh. and they had a they had a couple of loaders yeah and a couple of assistants um 
on different shows and they were all um, uh, fixing the numbers and stealing film. Hmm. Um, apparently stole, uh, I think, over a million feet. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, which I don't know how to put a number on right now. I think, what was it? Thou- a thousand foot roll was probably six or seven hundred dollars or what mm, or more i don't know i mean I, like i said the, the only time i ever sold to dr rostock was yeah when, 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 when they they gave i, I say ten thousand feet I, I don't know how much they gave it was me, just a bunch right? it was a bunch of short end stuff and they gave it to me and they're like dude we just don't want to take this on the plane here you go yeah, right, right, right you know go cash it out no my my point and was that my, was that was my deal with them yeah that's legit but i i the only film i've ever you know i tried wanted to shoot when i was trying to do and i would don't you know 150 foot short ends or 100 foot short ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. You know, stuff waste. they didn't want. Yeah, waste yeah, was yeah, yeah. like the only thing. No, I, I know. Took, no, no, but... no. I wasn't accusing you. Of oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying these seven of those guys went to like prison. Oh, wow. And I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he talked or something. He managed to stay out and he was gone from the business for like 10 years and then got back in and was a first when I knew him. But, mm. um, I don't know about the other people, but it was like a thing, man. There was like people, I, I knew a guy who worked maybe not at Dr. Rostock, but somewhere else, but he's like, Oh, I had guys who came in every week, like 25 year old guys who would come in and they'd have, you know, three, 400 foot cans that they'd sell. Hmm. And, uh, and like, he's like, I knew they worked on a TV show. Like we were open Saturday. They would come in on Saturday, you know, once a week. And, Anyway, I just find yeah. it. I, I, look, I'm not. I'm not trying to condemn anybody. If you, did well, that's that, kind of hard nowadays to do. No, you can't do it now mm-hmm. for sure. But no, I, my my point. I'm I'm not trying to like talk shit about people. <laughs> I just find it interesting and weird. That's all. Yeah. I, it's like a different world. Oh yeah. The the the, the yeah, business has changed I haven't so much. Film in at least eight nine years. Oh really? Longer. I did. Yeah, I think I did one thing. I was Super Sixteen not too long ago, but film has just not been but i grew up in the film business you know yeah. I, I mean i got out of assisting right when the red came out red one right you know and i just whew, thank god i didn't get in and now it's like guys are like oh oh, oh this and this and this and that and i'm like oh, what what are you talking about <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of the last time i saw a red yeah well, red, if you do Amazon and Netflix, they they all are red. What? Yeah, all of them. Uh huh. Yeah, they you, you have to they have to deliver in 4K. Well, there are a lot of cameras that do 4K that aren't reds. Well, yeah. Well, I did a Netflix show on the Black Magic. I think it was. Oh, that's weird. The little um, five thousand dollar one or whatever it is. I don't forget what it's called. I, I don't. I don't but, know. But uh. Yeah. No, I mean... No, I've shot film much more recently than I have read. Oh, yeah? Hmm. And that's... It's been a few years. Huh. Interesting. Uh, um, yeah, 2015. Horror Story, and then uh, I did a film I thought Horror Story switched over to digital finally, didn't they? Now they did. Oh, now they did. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know if it was every season. I think it may have been, but that season in 2015 was 16 and 35 oh wow and we would switch so a couple times in a day i switched between the two <sighs> it's like building the rig and all that stuff uh, i did that totally on, i did that on west wing because we shot the first seven episodes of season 
five super 16 and then the studios were like oh we're, aren't we shooting 35 and we had to switch over really yeah wait was that before aaron sorkin left uh maybe yeah well maybe yeah i, I can't remember <laughs> i didn't pay attention i didn't pay attention to above the line back in those days okay gotcha. i really was like focused on my job and i stayed you know yeah yeah fine fair enough fair but enough. uh i just didn't i didn't know that i didn't know they did some 16 no stuff. yeah we did the first six or seven episodes and then they, we switched over but we never finished an episode so for the next three or four episodes it was like one one it was one scene was super 16 one scene was 35 and back to 16 <laughs> that's the way back that, to 35 that's the way like, that show was and we yeah. had like 15 carts you know <laughs> it was like okay bring in the 16 <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so it was it was a mess you know, oh. and Robert Keslow, God bless him, he's an awesome dude. Um, but he was had to buy some hairy cams straight from Germany, and we were uh, unwrapping them from Germany, and you know, and and uh, oh, because they were mostly sixteen. Yeah, they were mostly sixteen at the, at the time. time. At That's the time. right. And I forgot about that. Yeah, he went out and got some. They hairy had like cams. all the sixteen shows, right? Yeah, and then uh, and you know, he's he's an awesome dude now. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and then film died, so <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, but they were also no, they were smart. He, yeah, he got he when Reds were super hot, he bought a bunch of them. Oh yeah, they did well. Yeah, yeah, that was a smart move by them. Uh-huh. Um, no, I like Keslo. Yeah, yeah, their building is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's uh, he takes good care of this town right now. So yeah, but uh, we have a lot of good houses. Yeah, there's a lot of good houses nowadays, you know. I mean, they they really bend backwards and help us out, you know. Yeah, for sure. The camera division, you know, is also great, you know. I've been out there a couple times. Camera division, I don't know that one. They're, they used to be the camera house. Oh, I know yeah. camera house, yeah. yeah. Oh, they so, changed their name? Yeah, they changed their name. They change ownership or something? Uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, I think so. gotcha. Cool. I don't know all the details, so I can't. I'm not going to talk <laughs> But, uh, Never stopped you before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, I've learned my lesson how to keep try to keep my mouth shut in this town. <laughs> you know, Good. I've said some wrong, maybe some wrong things, and I've always been like, oh, you know, we all got to be careful. Oh, I know, I know, mouth, I know buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's like uh, I uh, I used to talk pretty freely, but you know, now I'm really like I. I try my hardest to think to, you know think before i talk <laughs> i know it's tough for you huh i said it's tough oh, for it's you. tough for everybody you know yeah you know I've... all right well before we say too much i think we're done here <laughs> oh thank god <laughs> i'm tired of talking <laughs> but um it's been it's been fun having you man yeah, yeah. it's been fun having a beer mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's been a couple months you know it has we, we used to we used to do it good and well, now i'm old i don't go out anywhere at the rainbow <laughs> oh that's right you were yeah you were there that night yeah i've get, never told get, that story on here no no <laughs> i don't know if you really want to go into that story but hey why not just it's between you and me we had a good time <laughs> It's not between you and me. Okay, between a couple other operators that we won't mention. There names. were like twelve people there. No, there were way more than that. Yeah, but hey, a lot of people know that story. Yeah, I don't right. care. I'm, I've got nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. No, the rainbow was fun. Oh. You know, 
Jeez. <laughs> I mean, so. Now I almost want to tell it just so <laughs> there's not some weird mystery for people who don't know it. Oh, I'll geez. tell it another uh, you, time. Yeah, you can talk with somebody else about it. I wasn't there. <laughs> you know. Um. <laughs> I was in the bathroom. All right, I'm not going to argue with you. All right, thank, thanks I for I may have been there. there. Thank, <laughs> to th- clear the record. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, thanks for... Jake's had too many beers. All right, thanks, Jake. All right. Good seeing you, man. Peace uh, out. Yeah, bye. <laughs> thanks again to Jake for coming in and chatting with me. And thanks again to Walter Clausen FX and to Tiffin for supporting the show. It's much appreciated. Thanks for listening. See you next time.